Welcome back to Beer Can Radio. I'm your host, Jim. I'm, I'm Johnny. I'm Justin. <laughs> you guys were fighting for that microphone spot right there. Whatever. Well, he, he was a little preoccupied. So it's a family time. affair over here. Speaking of family affairs, uh, I want to play a new song that Johnny just turned me on to. Well, I mean, here recently we've had an explosion of really good country hits. You know, try that in a small town. That went over like gangbusters. Yes, it did. And here's a new one. Uh, we're just going to sit back and listen to it, and then we're going to comment a- after it plays. Here it is. I've been selling my soul, working all day, overtime hours for bullshit pay, so I can sit out here and waste my life away, drag back home and drown my troubles away. It's a damn shame. What the world's gotten to For people like me People like you Wish I could just wake up And it not be true But it is Oh it is Living in the new world With an old soul These rich men north the rich men Lord knows it all Just wanna have total control Wanna know Miners, and not just miners on an island somewhere. Lord, we got folks in the street, ain't got nothing to eat, and the whole beast milking welfare. Well, God, if you're five foot three and you're 300 pounds, taxes ought not to pay for your bags of fudge rounds. Young men are putting themselves six feet in the ground, because all this damn country does is keep on kicking them down. Lord, it's a damn shame what the world's gotten to for people like me, people like you. Wish I could just wake up and it not be true, but it is. Oh, it is living in the new world with an old soul. These rich men know the rich men. you do and they don't think you know but i know that you do because your dollar ain't shit and it's taxed to no hen calls the rich men north of rich men Selling my soul, working all day, overtime hours for bullshit pay. That's Oliver Anthony. The name of the song is Rich Men North of Richland. Man, Richmond. the truer words were spoken there. That man says it all right there in the one song. Man, you know what? Amen, brother. Mr. Anthony, good job. 
One man, one guitar. He's going to change the world. And it said it all. I mean, it said it all. It said it all. Yeah, it's, a, it's got a great message all the way through. And I'm, I'm not even a fan of country music, but I say it's a message. I mean, yeah, if you're five foot three and weigh 300 pounds, the government shouldn't buy your next box of fudge rounds. I yes. Mean, yeah, come on. No truer words were ever spoke. And with that being said, we're going to do another song here real quick that I'm sure most of you have heard. But if you hadn't, I want you to hear this one too. Jacking old lady at a red light Pull a gun on the owner of a liquor store You think it's cool, act a fool if you like Cuss out a cop, spit in his face Scope on the flag and light it up Yeah, you think it's tough Well, try that in a small town See how far you make it down the road Around My granddad gave me They say one day They're gonna round up Well that shit might fly in the city Good luck Try that in a small town See how far you make it down the road Around here we take care of our own You cross that line It won't take long for you to find out I recommend you don't And that was Small Town by Jason Aldean. And that's for a lot of our overseas listeners that don't have access to... The newest songs that are the out. The songs are out over here. These songs are great songs. Because, you know, with all the crime and stuff, like we were talking about a couple episodes ago, crime that's going on in the big cities. I mean, and, you know, both those two songs we just played, both of them, I mean, they, they, 
are about small towns. And they strike a chord with the working man. Yes, they do. Yeah, yeah the, the lyrics definitely hit home. They, yeah. like, regardless, it just anybody that works for a living can relate yeah. to that song. I mean, if you, and if you watch like the small town video right there from Jason Aldean, it's actually a video of in the background, you know, all the riots and stuff that were going on during COVID, this, that, and the other. It makes sense. You know, you come here to a small town, you're going to do that shit. We're going to take care of our own. Yeah, I, well, think, we, I think we can uh, all relate to we, what happened. We, we've all, we've all, we've all said, yeah, that happened in California. It won't happen here. No. Well, it's happened to other places other than California. I mean, yeah, it was in California. Yeah, Chicago, Wisconsin, Missouri. Yeah, it's happened all over, but I don't think that will happen here. There's too many rednecks down here. Yeah, it, it, it wouldn't get that far. That's for damn sure. No, not at all. 100%. I can, t- I can confirm from my my profession, more people are buying handguns. More people are looking for self-defense. I see people buying self-defense shotguns, self-defense rifles. Because people are finally waking up. They're getting a clue what's yes. going on. Yeah, yeah, all this defund the police. Well, okay, that means you've got to defend yourself. Yes. There's been such a spike in new shooters, people just reaching out to the community that's already here and established, trying to get their hands and learning how to defend themselves. And it's a wonderful thing. We need to embrace that. We need to be there for these people and bring these newcomers in with welcome arms. Okay. With that being said, um, you know, I spent a career in, you know, in, in the military, in the Navy. And the first thing they teach you, you are 911. When you're on a ship and you're oh, yeah. being shot at... Yeah. Nobody else is there to defend you but you. Yeah. Well, and that's, if that's your another ship- thing. I don't know who said it. Another one of those old sayings. Just like the Second Amendment, First Amendment, any amendment. A freedom that you don't use, you will, will eventually be taken, lose. It will be taken away. Your ship you been hit by, by enemy fire. It's on fire. You can't call 911. Yeah. You are 911. It's on us that are responsible and know what we're doing to, to welcome and train the next generation. To help yep. them yeah. If you don't use that freedom, you will lose that. Power. And that's why, that's why the military cross-trains you for everything, every function on that ship. And you don't understand it while it's happening. Until you're put into that situation where you have to fill that role and it's on. Oh, yeah, because you know what? You'll be out to sea one day during the training exercise, and any officer or safety person will come up behind you, tap you on the shoulder, and says, Lay down, you're dead. Yep. Now you just died. Fill your role. Somebody and, know what the and you're you a critical did. role on that ship, so somebody has, else has to step up. Yeah, so you're down, somebody's got to fill in. Yeah. Yep, and as soon as you step up, guess what? Somebody just taps you on the shoulder and says, Lay down, you're dead. Yep. It, you know, it, it's about making sure people are there to fill the roles, and you can't say shit to the next guy coming up. Hey, look out! There's a bomb sitting there. You can't say that because you're dead. You yeah. know, and I mean, the military trains you; they cross train you for all this stuff. And being ex prior military, everybody is of the same kind, like you are now, like Johnny is. That you know how to step up. You know how to. I'm trying to put this delicately. You you know what to do in case of something like this, the small town or or the rich man in, uh, yeah. in when, Richland. When the, when the shit hits the band, you know what to do. Yeah. You know what I, to I, do. I, yeah. I, I think uh, from how old was I when you taught me how to shoot? Like 11? 
Maybe 11. I'm I think, I think 11 was when you started getting me shooting on like live ammo with 22s and stuff like that. Before that, yeah, he you had, had pellet guns. And yeah, before that, guns. he had me shooting pellet guns in the backyard, archery, stuff like that. But yeah, from a young age, as soon as he could, he get, he, he put me onto live ammunition and had me. He, he, of course, first things first, he taught me safety. You know, from a young age, he taught me even before he allowed me you to shoot. You have to respect the firearm yes, at all times. Hundred percent. You got to know where it is. You got to respect it. You got to treat every firearm as if it's loaded, regardless of what it is. So. Well, but bless his heart, my son's got an excellent eye on him. As little as he was when I first started him shooting, I gave him a twenty-two rifle with open sights, and we had a stump that we shot at. It's 50 good paces away. So. Oh, yeah, at Floyd's house, I remember. Yeah, and we're putting nickels. Well, we started off with quarters, and then we went down to nickels and pennies and then dimes. And he's putting, like, two or three in a dime. That's, that's what, iron sights, that's pretty good. I couldn't do it with a scope. Yeah, uh, it, was a, it was a great time, but like I said, uh, of course, the fundamentals of all that was he taught me to respect firearms from a very young age. Before he ever allowed me to shoot one, he taught me what there were. There was a situation at some point where I did find a firearm in the house, and I immediately... You knew what it was? I, I knew what it was. I, did, I knew what it was. I knew not to touch it, and as soon as, uh, as, soon as they arrived home, I was just like, hey, you know, I, at that situation, I got home before they did, and I was just like, hey, I kind of felt the thing up there, I think it's a gun, and sure enough it was, it was a shotgun, and they they, they, they appreciated that I handled that situation the way I did, and you know, that was because of the knowledge they That's gave me. you don't teach them to be afraid of it, you teach oh, them to yeah. be responsible with it. I think I think, I think my career path and uh, hobbies, Tuesday, I, I did not get scared of firearms at all. I, I love them, it's a hobby, it's a passion, so it's... It's great to be making money doing something you love. I don't, I, you know, that's the only thing I could disagree with the song. Like, I might say my, my pay isn't, isn't the best in the world right now, but I really love what I do, and that makes such a big difference when you wake up in the morning and you go, you know? Yeah. Nothing's be- better than the smell of Kordak. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a good time down in the range. We yeah. always make sure everybody's safe and has a blast. Now, and we do have fun when I go up there to where my son works, and we go out on the pistol range, and we'll oh. go through a couple hundred rounds. And oh, you do you mind if I tell a quick story that just just really blew me away at the gun range? Go ahead. Uh, I uh, there was a there was a. There was a there was a small kid. I, I swear he couldn't have been more than eight or nine years old. And his grandfather was there with him. And his grandfather was shooting on the pistol range. And his grandson had actually brought in his little airsoft plastic pistol with him. And he was he was looking for something to shoot. So I told him he was more than welcome to shoot. I gave him a, a cone out there to just shoot at. And it was just plastic pellets. I wasn't worried about it. Everybody had eye protection. So I told him, sure, he's more than welcome to that. So the next time it came time to change targets for customers, I decided I was going to ask if, if I could hang this guy, a, 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 this kid, a target. You know, can I hang this kid a target for him to shoot at with his airsoft gun? And I was, they were like, yeah, absolutely. Give this kid a free target. So I went over there. I hang the target for him. I go over there. I tell the grandfather. I tell the son, hey, I hung, hung you guys a free target over here on the pistol range. I want you guys to you know, you, you go ahead and you shoot at that little man. You have a good time with it. They're like, thanks, I appreciate that. And I'm expecting this kid to come over there and you know, shoot with his little plastic belly gun. He comes over there, his grandfather hands him a 9mm handgun, and this kid starts punching out the bullseye. 
Airsoft my butt. <laughs> <laughs> hands barely fit around the grip of the gun. He's punching up the bullseye. When he was done with the nine mil, his father just hands him a little twenty two revolver and he just starts just punching where the holes were from those nine millimeter rounds. And I was just like expecting this kid to come out here nice. with a little little toy pellet gun and punch some I didn't know if it'd go through the paper at that range. And I mean he just picks up a nine millimeter handgun and hands it like a champ. Punching out the bullseye. Grandpa's just so proud, and I'm just like, yeah, that's that's, that's awesome. good shit. That's, that's what awesome. it's about right there. So, I mean, that is I mean, good you shit. teach a kid how to operate it safely in a controlled environment. Oh, this kid knew. They're not afraid of he, it. They know what it'll do. Dude, when he shot the last round and the slide locked back, he dropped the mag out of it, placed it down on the table. Grandpa came over there and loaded another mag for him because this kid didn't even have the finger strength to load the mag. Right. He handed him a fresh mag. Kid kid knew what to do. He, just, he slapped there. it and racked it. Yep, he was he taught a skill. This kid was taught proper. And I mean, he, ne- he, he never once flagged anybody inappropriately, pointed that gun anywhere but downrange and at the target. I and mean, you know what? That goes back to that old saying, man. You give a man a fish, he eats for a meal. And, and you teach a man to fish, he eats for the rest of his life. And I mean, I'm expecting this kid to shoot a, a, toy, at this, a, a toy at this target. And he just goes over there and just blows me away. I mean, he couldn't have been more than eight or nine years old. Well, and that's a, that's a good thing. Kids need to be taught not to be afraid of them, but respect them. Yes, every firearm needs to be respected because it is a lethal weapon. Yes. Hey, I'm old. I still respect you. It ain't got a damn thing to do with age. And that's why, like last night on the news, another kid got shot by another kid by playing with a loaded weapon in the bedroom. That happens once a month here. Because the kids found a gun and didn't know how to operate it, didn't know what it could do. It's, a, it, it's just a tool. It's yes, a tool. yes. The first time I ever had to use a saw, my father told me what it was. He told me what damage it could do. He told me how to use it properly. That's all a firearm is. It's a tool. Oh, yeah. Yes. It's the same N- thing. Nail as, gun. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, nail gun. Damn. Yeah. I mean, yeah. nail gun. It, it, it's just a tool. You you respect it. You, you follow the rules. That's all it is. No, oh, definitely. Well, and the more people that learn about them, there won't be as much pushback on the Second Amendment because we cannot lose that right, folks. I can't say that enough. Yeah, you got to use it. It's going to cost it. more than all your equipment. <laughs> <laughs> I was just showing Justin that uh, I, we have pre-programmable buttons on here. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, I, I need to load some more, but I, I told him we had 128 different functions on yeah, eight pretty, keys. Pretty mesmerized by this. So we did this one here. Oh, I can here. see right now the beer is going to cost more than all the equipment. <laughs> 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 we recorded that drop right there yeah, about five years, five years ago. ago. Wow. Yeah. Uh, but I, I can see you've gotten your use out of it. it I mean, everything looks fantastic, guys. The we were able to. Super fancy. Hell, I even sounded younger. <laughs> yeah, that was about 2,000 oh, less cigarettes want, ago. You want to hear something You want to hear something funny, Dad? I've, I, it just made me feel so dated and old the other day. Like, we had these new guys, and I'm shining on the range, right? And they asked me, like, what I learned shooting and stuff like that. So I'd bring up that 22 revolver that you guys got me when I was, like, 12 or whatever. Yeah. And I'm just like, yeah, so I learned on this 22 revolver, and I stopped, and I paused, and I look at the guy. And I think that gun's older than you. Crap, I could say that now. I bought a gun that's older than this person. Oh, I'm so old. <laughs> I'm so old. <laughs> I'm so old. My Beretta's older than you. Yeah, but it's a beautiful piece of work. It's, it's My Beretta's amazing. older than you. Shameless Beretta plug right here. I'm a huge fan of Beretta. <laughs> well, 
Uh, bless his heart. I mean, he grew up with me, and I, I was always partial to the Berettas. And that's what I taught him how to shoot a when I when big, I graduated big, when big, I graduated big, big, big boy calibers yeah big big boy calibers I taught him how to shoot on that and when he got older and could afford his own guns he had nineteen eleven he had he had he Jericho's. had raging bulls I ran he the had all that shit and he's going hey, they just don't stack up to your gun I go well get a Beretta yeah so <laughs> you can blame that purchase on him it was all him yeah. I said, you want one that shoots like a Beretta? Get a Beretta. Nothing's changed, by the way. Another shameless Beretta plug. Buy it now. It's just... Yeah. It by the way, if anybody representative from... There, yeah. we'll please look, look us up. Uh, Jim at BeerCaneRadio.com or Johnny at BeerCaneRadio.com. Uh, we, be, we would love to hook up a partnership with y'all. We will plug you every episode. <laughs> <laughs> just give us a couple test weapons or maybe... Throw a couple our way. A couple of clips. I don't care. We will definitely <laughs> test guys, them out and give you a good testimonial. You guys make amazing cordless hole punchers. <laughs> exactly. A cordless hole puncher. I love it. Don't change a, Don't change anything. It feels... Uh, yeah, buy one off the line now. It's not a gun. It is just like they made it 40 years ago. <laughs> I can imagine what the cannons they were making in the 16th century. They were, those were probably the smoothest, buttery, smooth shooting cannons you've ever seen. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Oh, we were talking about that at the break earlier. Remember back in the old days when they had the blunderbusses? Oh, God. Bugle-shaped shotgun, and you just pour a wad of powder down the barrel and pack it in and throw whatever you had yeah, around you. Yeah, loaded with things. Yeah, it looked yeah, like nice. a short-ass trombone <laughs> without the slide. Yeah, and I'm going to What do you have? That's your ammo. Yeah. Whatever's left over, you just jam it down in there. It doesn't yeah, matter. Pack it in, pull the trigger. I have remnants <laughs> of the last blunderbuss that exploded in my face. I'm going to use it as ammo now. <laughs> Washers, nuts, bolts, nails. Yeah. Doesn't matter. The better. Rocks, anything. Broken glass. Didn't matter. Nope. Plates. Smaller guns. All right. We got that clock <laughs> laughing in our face once again. It just happens. 20 minutes goes so fast on this show. We want to appreciate everybody for listening to Beer Cane Radio. Well, Thank you all very much. We'll see you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to Beer Can Radio. I was your host, Jim. As always, thank you all for listening so much. 